This podcast is brought to you in part by The Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. To another episode of the New England Society of Geeks podcast. I am your host, Derek. And it's been a while, so I thought it would be a good time to take another trip down to the old Falcons, Falcons Lounge. Lounge. And of course, that means I have with me the uh, proprietor, propri- pro- the guy who opened the Falcon Lounge, Falcons Lounge, Jimbo. Uh, how you doing, Jimbo? Very good. How you doing, Derek? Very good. Very good. Um, even though I just turned 47 the other day, but that's okay. I don't want to talk about it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and we have another special guest with us uh, to the Falcons Lounge. And so I'd like to welcome Lee. What's up, Lee? Hi, Derek. Um, not much I'm in the guest bedroom of my house. Got a blanket on, keeping warm. It's like the coldest room in my house. Got my Coke Zero, ready to uh, talk about Star Wars. So, uh, are you? My birthday next. Oh well, happy birthday early. <laughs> Thanks. So, are you feeling a little bit like you're on the planet Hoth? Yeah, slightly. <laughs> or you know what? I'm like. Because I got the blanket on, I feel like I'm inside that thing's guts. No, the tauntaun. <laughs> the tauntaun, yeah, that's what it's called. I got a layer of, of, of pink over me. <laughs> well, um, do you know there was some survivalist guy who actually, who actually did a thing going, Luke Skywalker still would have froze if they put him in the guts. Oh, for crying out loud. You know what? <laughs> Shut yeah, up. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's. On had a little bit to work with, man. Come on, give the guy a break. That kind of stuff kills me. It's like, you know, he's talking about a movie where people use the force and have, um, you know, laser swords and everything, and he's worried about, oh, that wouldn't really work in real life. Shut up. Yeah, what do you exactly. call that? That's like, that's pedantic is what that is. Like yes, it is. Like always that is exactly what it is. Ruin every conversation by... <laughs> By coming in like, um, actually, that's not correct because. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, no, I hate those kinds of people. I know. You're like, dude, it's we're like- watching a sci-fi movie, all right? Just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. You missed the big guy, too. You know. <laughs> now, um, actually, Lee, I'm very interested to get your perspective on things. Uh, Jimbo and I are, are of course, very um, long-time, deeply entrenched Star Wars fans. But uh, you are you are more of a casual fan, you said. So let's uh, 
let's talk a little bit about our each of our um, involvements in Star Wars and how we got interested in it and and uh, you know what what how much of a part of our lives it's been. Sounds good. Who wants to go first? Uh, why don't you go first? Why don't you go first, Lee. Me? Okay, so my first memory of Star Wars was when I was, I guess, like three, and my brother and my father came home from the movie theater having seen the um, like the re-release of A New Hope, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, they left, left early because my brother couldn't handle the noise because he was pretty young, too, and that was the first I heard about it, and I remember they got Taco Bell, and like <laughs> there was a little Princess Leia figurine like she had her blaster and stuff oh, cool. um that was the first i heard about it so very early on in my life and then not long after that we got the um the uh the, the special edition uh you know versions of the films on vhs i've actually never seen the originals like before lucas added all the crap oh wow huh. that's interesting with uh, yeah so i grew up with these vhs tapes that were released in the 90s i heard somewhere that the original cut of Star Wars, like the most recent format it's been released on officially is the Laserdisc. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true, right? Yeah. The Laserdisc, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, yeah. Huh. So I watched those movies at home quite a bit. Like when I first saw them, I was kind of too young to really understand stuff. So like my parents had to fill me in on a couple things. Mm-hmm. You know, because when I was a kid, I, I would watch movies and then kind of like be in and out of the room and... But the thing is, Star Wars was was extremely entertaining because there were so much cool, so many cool visuals and so many cool sounds. Right. Um, I really loved Darth Vader. I thought he looked like awesome, just completely awesome, and the red lightsaber and all that stuff. I had sort of a um, wicked streak as a child. I liked I liked the bad guys a lot. You know, <laughs> Vader. Well, um, I think you're on the right podcast then. Yeah, and then. I saw all three prequels in theaters. Again, I was still very, very young, uh, like in elementary school. And maybe, yeah, like in middle school by the time Revenge of the Sith came out. So I saw those. Um, and then I also I played a ton of uh, the PlayStation 2 game Star Wars Battlefront 2. Mm-hmm. And I learned some more like uh, the lore from that game because they have a campaign mode where you play as the um, the 501st Clone Legion. Right. You're those guys. And I, I played that game many, many, many hours. Have you guys played that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I loved the oh. uh, level where um, it was just a free-for-all with all the, like, super-powered characters. Like, again, like Vader and Luke Skywalker and Count Dooku and stuff. Right. Like a big lightsaber fight. And my favorite character to be was Count Dooku. And he's probably my favorite uh, villain from the, the prequels as well, because Christopher Lee is just so awesome. Yes, he is. Yes, well, yeah, yeah he is. Yeah, well, was so awesome. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> and then I unfortunately, actually, I yeah, yeah, oh. I um, and then I saw. I actually haven't seen uh, um, the Rise of Skywalker, but I did see uh, the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi as an adult. Hmm. I'm. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to watch the Rise of Skywalker. I don't care if you guys spoil stuff for me. I'm not really neurotic about that kind of stuff right. my mom already spoiled one of the big twists for me oh really <laughs> so it's, it's it's no big deal if you guys want to talk about that movie Good but yeah I, I watched those movies in theaters as an adult um so yeah it's it's been a part of my life 
for almost as long as I can remember. Did did you um, play with any of the toys or anything? Yes. In fact, um, I was really, really into uh, not the action figures, but the little plastic uh, spaceships. Oh, yeah. Yep. I had a collection of both Star Wars spaceships and Star Trek spaceships. Oh, nice. And uh, um, so there was the Star Destroyer, the Super Star Destroyer, the X-Wing, the Y-Wing, the Millennium Falcon. It seems like I had quite a few of them, like a couple dozen of them. Oh, that's awesome. The A-Wing, I had the A-Wing. And they were little, you know, but like I, I played games with them and stuff, you know, games that you just kind of make up in your head. Mm-hmm. I had a big, I had a big uh, like box full of them, like dump them out. And oftentimes I wouldn't know which ones were from Star Wars and which ones were from Star Trek. But, uh, it didn't matter, you know, because it was just, you know, space battle stuff. Yeah, that makes for a cool crossover that we'll never really get in real life, but. No, certainly not. Yeah. <laughs> now, also, I do want to point out one thing just to make this clear to everybody, even though we are currently talking about Star Wars, uh, we all love Star Trek as well. There's room in our hearts for both. So, yes. Yeah, no, no beef. Yeah, no, no. Yep. There's no, oh, the Star Trek is stupid. Star Wars is better. No, no. They're different. So, yeah. But it doesn't matter, you know? It's all, it's all great. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, this is actually, I'm getting uh, some interesting ideas for our discussion here. That I like. Um, all right, Jimbo, why don't you go next? Well, where do I begin? Let me see. Uh, a long time uh, ago in a galaxy far, one. far away. Yeah, hold on. Wait, wait I got a rampaging nerf coming, <laughs> coming behind me. <laughs> but anyways, uh, there. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think the, the first one, I can't remember the first one. I, I like, I mean, I, I saw the. The first original movie, but I can't remember where I saw it. It was either at one of the drive-ins over here, like Tritown or, or Whalem, mm. or, or if it was... I miss those drive-ins. Or if it was over at the... the I know. You used to be able to see see all sorts of cool movies there. Mm. But when I was like three, four years old, they were they were out. I remember going to see it with my, with my family, my dad, over at the drive-in, and then... Uh, my dad used to take me over to the movies over over on base lived in Fort Devens. So I remember going there and seeing it a couple of times over there at the base because I think they played it for like like twenty weeks straight or something like that. <laughs> you know, back in the back in the late seventies. So and uh yeah, my first uh I, I've seen every single movie in the theaters. Um, starting with the first one Second, you know, second one I saw it came out when I was out in Arizona, so I remember going with a with a kid that uh, lived down the road from me. His mom took us, and we went and saw um, Empire Strikes Back over there. And then I, of course, I saw it probably like two or three more times, you know, there. And then Return of the Jedi saw that multiple times mm-hmm. over here in Fitchburg, Lemonster, probably over at SAC. And, and then, you know. Just every movie after that, wherever I was, went and saw it. So, yep. And I remember my first, uh, my first, uh, my first memory for like when I was a kid, trick or treating in Fort Devens. I was Darth Vader. Yep. <laughs> I had the you know, those ones with the little cheap plastic mask. 
Oh yeah. It was yeah. like, you know, the plastic suit. On. Yep. 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 That was, uh, that was me. Yeah. I was Doth. Very nice. Very nice. So, yeah. So, you know, it's always been a part of my life, you know, as a kid and obviously, you know, love of Star Trek and Buck Rogers and Battlestar Galactica. When I was a little kid, so, you know, very cool. Don't play too many of the video games, though. I, I did a couple, a little bit, of, but uh, oh, not I not too much. Like the well, I, I tried some of the other games, but like Battlefront was good. Battlefront, I think, was the first video game, and then Knights of the Old Republic when it came out. But I didn't play. Uh, it, yeah, you know, because I think it was, I think it was on computer only at the time. That was so, and all I had was place. Hold on. Okay, I've got loud kids, so don't mind me. <laughs> So yeah, so it's been a part of my life. So I I don't I don't pretty much I don't remember any time that it wasn't part of my life other than maybe when I was like two. Mm. But I don't know. Came out in a couple of days before for my birthday in 1977. So <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much my whole entire life has been I've had Star Wars in my life. So that's a good thing. Yes. Um. What about you? What about me? Well, um, Star Wars has been a big part of my life in many ways. Um, I have been, it's been a part of my life as well. In 77, when it came out, I was three years old. Um, my dad took me to see it as a little kid, and I instantly fell in love with it, of course. The, the characters, you know, Darth Vader, like you said, Lee, he's awesome. The ships. I loved it all. Um, and I grew up, my dad is a big sci-fi fan. So, you know, I grew up on Star Trek and, and Buck Rogers and everything, um, through him. He used to, when, when I was a little kid, he used to take me to Star Trek conventions, which was a fun time. Back in the day, long time ago. Um, and so, you know, I, I've, not only have I been a fan of the movies and stuff, and of course I, you know, instantly bought all the toys and everything, but there's things about Star Wars that have actually been an important part of my life too. For example, one of my one of the one of my favorite Christmases that I'll always remember is uh waking up one Christmas morning, coming downstairs, and Santa Claus Santa Claus had set up um, Boba Fett ship slave one on a on our table on our uh, like um, side table in the living room and surrounded him with every action figure that had come out for Empire Strikes Back at that time. So that was that was like one of my coolest Christmases ever. I just had them all all the figures all at once. It was so cool. And then um. Star Wars is a big part, an important part of um, my longest friend is uh, he's more like a brother now than a friend. Um, it's Chris Posco, who is my co-host on the Keepers of the Fringe podcast that I do. And it was our mutual love for Star Wars that kind of uh, helped us become friends. Um, and we, you know, we both, we both, both been huge Star Wars fans for, since we were kids. 
Um, yeah, and it's just, it's always, I've always loved Star Wars, and it's always, I've always wished I could be in the Star Wars universe, um, which is part of the reason why I played so many. I played just about all the games, you know, I love the comics, and I try to read as much of the books as I can, although I haven't really been keeping up with that in the last few years, but I'll catch up. <laughs> and I'm also a big collector of oh, Star man. Wars items and stuff. Yeah, like we couldn't tell from the back of your room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's just one section. I got <laughs> I I actually yeah. have a bunch of Star Wars stuff within arm's reach of me right now. Um including ship. I got a bunch of ships over there. Here, I'll show you that. Let me see if I can show you that one. My, Whoa, that's the start of it. I got a bunch of ships right there. I like to collect. Um, Hot Wheels has been coming out with a line of ships lately, and so I've just been collecting as much yeah. as I can. Uh, a couple of these are Hallmark Christmas ornaments and things like that. And uh, yeah, I'm just did you, a, did you did hmm? did you collect the figurines from what is it the game there Star Wars Armada? I I haven't I haven't but I've been considering it but there's so many of them now that I just Yeah Dar be. Dario has a Dario has a good collection down at that's entertainment. Yeah, that's true. Um the thing about collecting Star Wars stuff is it can be overwhelming sometimes. <laughs> So I can't, you oh, know, over. you, you kind of have to focus, like I focused over, like I showed you, I focused on the ships and stuff, collecting ships and everything. And I have a little Darth Vader collection and things like that. But, uh, yeah, so. That's how I feel about my uh, CDs. It's completely overwhelming. Mm. Yeah. Just doing that, it. that and overtack your wallet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The wallet. You have you have a good collection of CDs. Though. Yeah, I have like I like like two thousand of them. That's where most of my spare change goes. <laughs> didn't didn't you say before that you have so many that you you will never even be able to like really listen to them all? That I mean, I could listen to them all, but I could never really get the words. The phrasing I used was, "I would never get like properly acquainted with them." Right. Like, I always think of, like, when I had, like, whatever, 12 of them back when I was in, like, seventh grade, I got to know them, you know? They mm -hmm. became, like, you know, close friends. I'd listen to them over and over again. And I can't have that kind of relationship with um, 2,000 CDs, you know? And so, oh, yeah. actually, <laughs> in a way, I kind of pine for the day days when I only had, like, whatever, like, a dozen or two dozen to choose from. So. Mm. That's funny, really. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how it was when you were when you were younger, Lee. But I, I remember, I remember trading tape with buddies. Like we'd all, like we'd all buy a tape, the, the latest thing. <laughs> like I borrowed your your Nevermind tape. Oh, for right, like the longest yeah. time. Yeah. So yeah, it's probably what it was. Yeah, but then remember, yeah, you only had like maybe like ten or fifteen tapes, and then you just let every else borrowed. Yeah, I never collected um, like cassette tapes or audio, like official cassette tapes. But I did have some blank ones that um, I made mixtapes out of them. 
Oh yeah, because um, I would because I had this, I had a boombox that would play both tapes and CDs, so I would record songs from the CD onto the tape and make my own little you know compilation. And back yes. then, I could play them in uh, my car because, or I guess that was even before I drove. So it was my friend's car that we would listen to my tapes in for, <laughs> for a little while. And like you know, and of course, because it's it's such an unreliable format, like they would sound kind of distorted and mm. i had one that like it just became permanently wobbly you know everything was just like ah. <laughs> but it felt it was, i treasure those memories though and it was so much fun making yeah that that's <laughs> that's a that's a big thing that's that's also a big like for a lot of people like us included that's a big uh part of star wars is the memories you have with it yeah absolutely. oh yeah I even like like right. I've even collected a few of the CD soundtracks um, because there you have one you know I love John Williams is just a genius of a of a composer and uh, you Very know true. it's it's Star Wars but um I, this I I'm very interested in this like I said because because of how you because of your association with Star Wars Lee. I think it'll be interesting. I'll ha- I ha- I know I have some things I'd like to ask you, and I don't know if you have some things you'd like to ask us old timers, but <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be happy to answer anything. Um, well, for one thing, so I'm interested in. You said you've never actually seen the original versions of the movie, which is which is interesting. Because that's that's a frame of reference I can never. So you don't even know. Do you know exactly what was changed, or? Um, I don't know everything that was changed, but I know anything in um the way I go by is anything in the versions that I saw that looks like it's CGI. I know that wasn't there. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> so like, I would really love to see the originals and see like the practical effects that they use. Mm. Without all this, again, it's this kind of extraneous crap, um, or like uh, that scene where, like Hans, it's in the first in the, in A New Hope, with Hans talking to, isn't it like in the original he's talking to like a guy who represents Jabba the Hutt, like a like a like an agent or something, and he's a human. Um, and then and actually, well, he was the, he was that, supposed to be Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, that guy was well, supposed that, to be Jabba the Hutt. That scene wasn't in the original. It was a deleted scene in the original. Oh, I see. Yep. And it was a human guy, and he was Jabba. And it was just this big fat guy. Wow. Um, yeah. But that scene was totally cut out of the original release. So George Lucas put it yeah, back in, you know, and he CGI Jabba. And, well, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the best. Yeah, and it, it looks, it looks. Silly. Um, mm-hmm. And I also know the, the famous story of um, Han shooting first, mm-hmm. which is something that I never even, it happens so fast that I never even noticed that oh, I didn't yeah. even know who shot first right. um, with him and Rito. So it had never occurred to me. Oh, that's interesting. That that was changed. Yeah. Technically, um, everybody says Han shot first, but technically Han's the only one who shot because he shot Greedo and Greedo died, so Greedo never got a chance to shoot. I see. Yeah, but Greedo did. 
There was one. The blast went by his Yeah, that's true. As he was dying, he kind of squeezed off a shot, I guess. But but what's interesting about that is it kind of changes. Like in the original version, Han, you know, Han's talking to Greedo, and you can see this. He's slowly pulling out his blaster under the table, you know, and he shoots Greedo, and then he walks away, and you know, and that that's that's like your first real glimpse of of who Han Solo is. So by by changing it in the special edition, not only did he change the scene, but he kind of changed Han Solo in a way. If yeah. you know what I mean, because. Because in the original, Han shot Greedo. He, you know, he walked away. He just, you know, he tossed the bartender a coin. Um, and you didn't, you know, in, in but in the in the remaster, you know, Greedo shoots, and it seems like Han's shooting him in defense. But that's not how it was. He just right. It was his plan all along to shoot him. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I didn't find that out until. Years after I saw the movie, it just it went went, went right over my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's like, that's why that, that that's why that scene in Solo was so important because you actually see, you know, Han Solo is this guy who right. would shoot first. Right. That's a, another one that I never saw. I never saw Solo or Rogue One. I still haven't seen The Mandalorian, but I do intend on seeing The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is really good. I will say. Yeah. Um, and Rogue One was was really good as well um solo i liked it yeah it was good but it wasn't it wasn't you know at the top of the list but i still i still enjoyed it i don't know about you jimbo oh when solo oh, yeah i loved it yeah yeah it was i, I, thought it worth, was, I mean I, I think seeing. all of the movies i think all the movies have 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 like a valid point like rogue yeah. one i think was really a standout one there. Mm. It actually was probably better than some of the original prequels, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. one, two, or three. I agree. Yeah, you know, to me, to me, it was just a, it was a great story, kept going, mm. good characters, yeah, a little, a little darker, you know, than right, than right. some of the films. But yeah. at the same time, I think it's still, I think it still is probably one of the biggest standouts, and you know, yeah, oh, definitely, in, yeah, in all the series, I would definitely. So, so, Say it's worth watching. Yeah, solo, solo, solo is good, but Solo is one of those movies that, like, for like me and Derek, were like, you know, okay, you know, you, you get to see a little, little bit of background on Han Solo. Some people may not like it. Some people don't really appreciate it, or or even kind of, you know, mm. say, well, why is this even necessary? But to me, Solo was like, I, I don't know. I, I I think it. It was fun. It, it was a lot of fun. Exactly. I think that's, you know, the way it should go. I don't know if they should make a second solo movie, but, you know, mm. I think one was fine enough, but. Yeah, I don't think they, they, they I don't they think they are, but. Duo. But they, solo part two. they might do some, they might do a series that kind of spins off of, a, uh, you know, something in the movie that I won't yeah, I think spoil. They should, yeah, well, I think they reason. should do this. A big reason that I didn't end up seeing Rogue One is is because my friend spoiled it for me. Ah, uh. he basically told me, "Yeah, like all the heroes die at the end," and it's like, well, now because I'm not, I'm actually, even though I said earlier that I had, you know, kind of that darker streak where I liked the villains, 
I really don't like movies with unhappy endings. Mm. They're just a bummer. Like, I feel like I watch a movie to escape reality, you know, not to be reminded of right, you know, the harshness right, yeah. of reality um, and death and stuff. Well, I, I, will, I will say on that note, um, when you when you just put it bluntly like that, that they all die at the end, it does sound um, like a real, like kind of depressing and stuff. But when you actually watch the movie, um, it doesn't come off that way. Um, um, it comes more like a sacrifice. Yeah, you like, know, like you know, like it really, it really, is, it's not just like gratuitous death of 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 the of the heroes of the main players it's it's right. more of you know the kind of sacrifice they they went through in order for the resistance to kind of even you know the rebellion to to, to take place right i mean it really it really is up until that point i'm they were just a, a loose confederation of of rebels so and then yeah so their death their death actually has meaning and purpose to it um, so you kind of feel, I mean, you know, it's sad that they died, but you feel good knowing that what they did actually, you know, turned out to mean something. Yeah, that's the thing, because, yeah, I know they, they do succeed, obviously, because they mention it in, uh, you know, the getting the plans and stuff in A New right. Hope. So, it's like, they succeed, but, like, yeah, it's, like, at a cost. Then to finally see... Like Darth Vader, like Ooh. unleash. Yes, there was a great that, Darth Vader scene at the end that he just. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you got to see you, that. Darth, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get around. You to think that. of, I mean, even if you just YouTube the Darth Vader scene in Rogue One, I think like that was like mm. the, worth the price of admission. If I just saw that. I would be happy, but oh, yeah, it I just, mean to see it's like a two minute scene, but it just it just blows your mind. You're like, that is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, that definitely makes me want to watch it. Yeah, I I definitely say you should watch it. It it it's it is a really good movie overall. Yeah. Um, and I just actually I just had a thought going back to the Jabba the Hutt thing we were talking about. There's a moment in the scene where Han Solo walks. It looks like Han Solo walks on Jabba's tail, like he walks behind him. Yeah, I that. and the reason that's in there is because in the regular scene, he just Han just walked behind the human Jabba, so there was like it was like no big deal. Yeah. So they had to change it so he walked over his tail. Well, I see because it wouldn't make sense for him just to walk behind that slug creature. Exactly, he would he would, he would phase through it. Wow, yeah. that's kind of clever. Actually. <laughs> it's funny. It's just really funny. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the other stuff in the in those films were just like the CGI stuff and yeah, like added like extra like little extra. Like there was a scene that wasn't in the original where they were uh, they had they were riding banthas and and mm. and uh, most Eisley and stuff like that. Yeah, and then there was like other like things and it, mostly like just like visual effects that they that he didn't have way back when. Right. Yeah, and I. When I was a kid, I didn't care at all. I didn't mind. In fact, I was like, "Oh, cool, they made it better." But now, as an adult, I'm kind of, I'm kind of pissed. Like, I'm pissed at George Lucas for not <laughs> letting people see the originals. Like, I want to see what people saw in, you know, seventy seven, eighty, and eighty three, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, there was there was people, 
actually a controversy at the time when they, I remember when they came out. We, mm-hmm. I think you, Derek, when we went down and saw them down at John Fitch. Mm-hmm. Um, when those movies came out, they came out like once, like one, like every couple of months. They they came out with a like a new re-release of them. Right. So they they were all in like a year. But I remember when they came out, like there was some people that were mad. I mean, and this is like pre like super internet age where. Mm-hmm. So it was like more like listening to like, you know, shows and stuff like that, yeah. you know, back before podcasts. But they were they were mad. They were like, oh, it's not pure anymore. It's like, you know, it's just not like, you know, like, you know, stop. You know, why is he doing that? He didn't have to ruin the originals. Yeah. So they, they, there was a there was kind of a controversy about it. But I mean, oh, yeah. he was really just re-releasing it. People excited for episodes one, two and three. Right. Know. I've always yeah. I've always had mixed feelings about it because it's I mean basically it is his movie so if he wants to if he wants to make changes then hey he should be allowed to make changes and and some of the changes were actually did actually make it better and then some changes are the job of the hut scene <laughs> or you know yeah. things like that so it's a it's it's a little yeah. mixed. Yeah. So for like every one job of the Hut scene, you actually had like when they blow up Alderaan, blow mm. up the Death Star. Yeah. Like he he had a little bit of visual effect where it didn't look like the same exact like you know because right. I, I remember at one point in time you couldn't tell between the Alderaan explosion and the Death Star explosion. Oh, really? It was, it's like the same. Yeah. Explosion. Yeah. It was just like a globe with like yeah. like sparks, yeah, yeah, you know, coming apart. Yeah, and yeah. He, he added a little like a difference to him so that you could actually kind of like you know the destruction of a planet versus the destruction of a you know Death Star. So yeah, I mean that was yeah. that I think was okay and that was kind of cool. But, but the, <laughs> like I said, then there's some weird the, things there, like like he gave, there was the he gave the Ewoks like, like he gave he gave the Ewok, um uh, eyelids. And it's like okay, but I don't think that was necessary. But <laughs> whatever. Right, yeah, because the original, the original Ewoks, they didn't blink. Yeah, they never blinked. And it was like you know, I didn't yeah, care, like, but whatever. Yeah. Even with the eyelids, they still look kind of like beanie babies to me. <laughs> yes, Ewoks. Ewoks. Now there's like, a, like, there's another Star Wars has had a lot of controversial stuff in it, which is weird because of the fans. There, there's like there are people that absolutely <laughs> cannot stand the Ewoks. They hate them with a passion, and some some people love the Ewoks. Oh, and like then my my what my, my wife is a perfect example of like she. Like was like okay yeah okay they blow up a Death Star oh yeah console gets frozen carbonite I love the Ewok <laughs> I, I like her favorite Ewok <laughs> and it's like I'm like God like I wish Chewbacca would just eat them <laughs> but um, yeah I mean it, yeah um now it, Leah, it was, Ewoks were go ahead Jimbo. I was going to say Ewoks were Jar Jar Binks before Jar Jar Binks came up. <laughs> now, see, they to me they were never as bad as Jar Jar Binks. So, I, another oh, controversial yeah. character. Um, now, Lee, I'm curious. 
have you seen or do you even know about the existence of the uh, two Ewok movies that they made? I didn't know they made more than one of them. I did actually see um, one of the Ewok movies. I don't know whether it was the first one or the second one when I was very young, probably like oh, I, I, like maybe six or something like that, and that's a total guess. Right. Um, Here you go. All I remember really is the scene where one of them dies, and it's really sad. Jimbo, I think your but again, camera I was is so off. My camera? No, Jimbo's. Oh, okay. Oh, there you are. <laughs> anyway, continue. Luke. Okay, fantastic. Um, want to see my face? Yeah, but it's like it's like a it's like a gang of Ewoks, and like, is it a guy? Is it a boy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I remember so little of it, and I remember yeah, one of them's dying, and he's like trying to give the kid like yep. his his stick or whatever, mm-hmm. and the kid's like, no, no, here, here it is. You take it back, and it's like, no, I'm giving it to you. And and I was, I guess, I wasn't very emotionally invested in it though. Again, because I was so young that I, I didn't even comprehend what was going on. But, <laughs> but yeah, well, to answer your question though, yeah, I was at the very least, I I am aware of the existence of those movies. Well, here's the thing: they were actually supposed to be a TV show, mm-hmm. like a TV yep. special kind of thing. Yeah, like no, they were actually going to try to make a TV like program. Okay, album. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, but they, I think and they did. Like, like they were, they were so. Yeah, what they showed those were TV movies, and then that was supposed to lead into a show. I see. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and the, the 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 little what is it? Little that was a little girl, right? I think there was a little girl. Yeah, there was also her her yeah. older brother. She, but yeah, she had the headband. Yes. So yep. It was like. Super like like mid eighties. Yeah. Yeah. What Earth. year did those movies come out? That is God, a good 80, question. Six. Eighty-five, eighty-six. Um, I think so. I, yeah, probably. Let's see. Because Return came out. Return came out in eighty-three. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, so it had to be like eighty-five, uh, probably eighty-four, eighty-five. Um, let's see. So Ewoks, they were, they were kind of going the riding Ewoks, the battle of for Endor came out in 1985. Um, okay. Yep. And then there was Ewoks, uh, caravan of courage. And when did that come out? Uh, Ewoks. so 1984. Yeah. 84. Right. Caravan of Courage and Ewok Adventure. Yep. So 84 and 85. <laughs> so very soon after Return of the Jedi then, huh? Uh, Return of the Jedi some... was right before that in 83. Yep. yep. Wow. I didn't even realize. I didn't know they were that old. I guess I assumed they were from the 90s or something. <laughs> oh, and guess it, here, I, I, I'm, I'm looking it up. Guess guess who it was narrated by? Um, Leonard Nimoy. No. Oh, bro, that would have been cool, but who? <laughs> Burl Ives. Uh, he, oh yes, you'd probably better Burl Ives. Yeah, you better know him as. Have you ever seen the um, uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? The 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 claymation looking yeah, thing. The, the snowman. Yep, he's the snowman. <laughs> yes, and that he wrote half the Christmas songs yeah. that you actually listen to on a regular basis too. <laughs> wow. Yes, and also um, Wilford Brimley was in one of them as well. <laughs> was he? 
Oh man. Yeah. Wasn't he? he was, oh, which one was oh. he? Yes, he was in the battle for Endor. Wilford Brim. Oh, okay. Um, are you familiar with him, Lee? Um he passed only away in that, last year. Yeah, he died recently summer. and he was in like uh like a public service announcement for like diabetes yes. or something. Yeah, yep. he was the for, like mm-hmm. some kind of product and didn't he also advertise like like cottage cheese or oatmeal or something? Oatmeal, yeah, yes. oats, yep. Oatmeal. Um, that's all I know him from, though. So I really, I only know him basically from like memes. Yeah, he was he was bigger back in <laughs> back in the days. Picture diabetes. You're going to get diabetes. Justifies. Yeah. Um. Uh, and uh, he's, he's um. He's known as for one, like he was in a movie called C- Cocoon back in the eighties, and yep. he was fifty years old, but he looked like he was eighty back then. Yeah, we always thought. I, I always thought he was like in his like sixties or seventies when yeah. when he was in the movie, <laughs> and he was like maybe he like five years older than we are. Yeah, are now, Chumley. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for pointing that one out. We're Wilford Brimley age. We're Wilford Brimley in Cocoon age, dude. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of that movie. Cocoon? That was a movie. It was about aliens and other things and old people trying to feel young again. And it was interesting, (laughs) certainly. Um, So. So then, Ewok. All right. So you, you sort of you you know a little about the Ewok TV movies. Um, did you know about the Ewok cartoon and the droids cartoons that were on <laughs> Saturday droids. mornings for a little bit? I don't think so. Oh God, those were those were fun. Well, you, you got to realize too when 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 Return of the Jedi came out, right? You're you're thinking this is back in the early 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 eighties, so like cartoon content was still like like Saturday morning cartoons were still like reruns of Hanna Barbera and Scooby Doo's <laughs> from like the seventies. Yeah, Looney All right. Tunes. They so they were looking for the this new influx of stuff, and so like everything that was like popular, like Cabbage Patch Kids had their own cartoon, Gummy Bears. Like the things you oh, eat yeah. have their own cartoons. Again, Didn't um, like Rambo have a Saturday morning cartoon? Yes, he yes, did. Yes. Even though and Rambo wasn't R rated movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These really, really like not okay for kids at all franchises. They were repackaged yeah. for, for, for kids to watch. Because I remember watching the Robocop. Saturday morning cartoon when I was yes. a kid. Not realizing yep. not realizing how disturbing that movie is. Yes. You know? Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And they even had toy lines and everything, but Yeah. Uh, even that that was another one. Like I had Alien and Predator t- uh, toys as like like a like a first grader. And I wasn't yep. allowed to see the movies. Not that I don't think I would have wanted to. They were too scary. Oh yeah. <laughs> At that age, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That, RoboCop definitely funny. wasn't. It, it, RoboCop definitely wasn't. But I mean, you know, I I can see Ram, 
Rambo because you know back then you know we were we were facing the communists so we had to destroy the communist threat. Yeah, Rambo, freaking soldier. But still, Rambo, kind of, it's not a kids movie. He doesn't just he doesn't just fight <laughs> communism though. He fights he fights cops in America. That's so, yes, yeah, pretty much. That's true. Yes. Yep. Gone, <laughs> oh man. Uh, Oh, wow, God. things are crazy oh, in the oh, here's, 80s. Here's a funny thing. You know, we, we're talking about uh, Cocoon. Ron Howard, who oh. directed Solo, also directed Cocoon. That's right. Yeah. I had Howard. no idea Ron Howard directed Solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. They, uh, <laughs> that was one of, the pro- one of the things with Solo that was, there was a little bit of, they switched directors like midway through so Ron Howard kind of had had to clean up what the the first directors I can't remember who it was but it was a it was a team of two directors and they were like they were going like I think they wanted to make it like like a slapstick comedy or something like that and oh. you know Lucasfilm yeah. was like no you can't do that <laughs> so they replaced him with Ron Howard so yeah, they started fighting like they like they were writing competing scripts against each other yeah. and like no, no do it yeah. this way no do it that way yeah, yeah that's so never a good little... sign for the production of a movie no definitely not <laughs> but again I I still think Solo is is fun and entertaining um as long as you you know you take it for what it is yeah um so one more thing. Lee, how about the how much do you know about the Star Wars holiday special? Uh, um I know about it from um two uh like uh video essay review things. Well comedic reviews that I've seen. <laughs> um like when I was in high school I saw the nostalgia critics review of it. You guys know the nostalgia critic? Yep. Yeah, and then a little later on I saw the um the John Jafari, a.k.a. John Tron, review of the Star Wars Holiday Special. And both, both of those videos are, are hilarious. And from the looks of it, the Star Wars Holiday Special is just, it's one of those things, it's like, how could they possibly have let this happen? Mm-hmm. It is so, it is so obviously not Star Wars. Like, Jefferson Starship's in there. <laughs> um, it's crazy. Uh, um, like it's absolutely crazy that that movie got made. There it is, um, and it—I can't. It was it was the late seventies, man. Yeah, That's all you gotta 70s. say, man. If, <laughs> if you ever get a chance, I would say check it out. Just don't expect too much from it. Kind of go into it with a. I don't uh, expect anything from it. I expect- <laughs> I expect um, a complete disaster. Well, there you go. Then, then your expectations will be met. But it's still kind <laughs> of fun to watch in a way because it's so bad, and it's just like, yeah. this is insane. And and there's there's a whole legend behind how it got made and everything. And it's just it's just <laughs> it's just the whole story is uh, the whole thing is just unbelievable. But that that's one thing. Wasn't one of the one, wasn't one of the reasons why it got made was because they he uh, he was making he was trying to get uh, like toy sales up. Mm-hmm. That's part of it, yeah. 
Yeah, it was like part of it was because because you actually meet Boba Fett in the in the holiday special. Yes, and like, in no a, one knew who the hell Boba Fett was because because all you in saw a was cartoon. him going. In the middle yeah, of the special, in the, in there's an animated yeah. Boba Fett cartoon, which that actually was pretty. That was pretty decent. Yeah, I've Com- seen shots from that cartoon. It looks pretty well animated. And yeah, I like com- the art style. Compared to the rest of the holiday special, it's actually pretty decent. <laughs> yeah. But um, here's the thing. Do you, Chumla, do you remember seeing that special when it came out? I don't actually. On TV, I I remember where I was when I watched it. Do you? <laughs> I was over. Yeah, it was a kid named David Sellers. We really, he was a family like their their families were friends with my mom and his parents, and so I was friendly with Dave. You know, he was a you know kid. It was it was I think it was like one year younger than me, or like a half a year younger than I was. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were over at his house for a Christmas party. And we were upstairs and we were watching it in his room. <laughs> <laughs> now, there is, um, I do another podcast called We Be Geeks. I'm a co-host on. And a couple of months ago, we actually interviewed Bruce Valanche, who's one of the writers on the holiday special. And um, if you want to hear some crazy stories about the holiday special, listen to that podcast. It was it was just insane. <laughs> What's that guy's name again? The what? What's his name? The writer? Bruce Valanche. Bruce Valanche. <laughs> or the one oh man. Yeah, that does sound pretty entertaining. It, yeah, it was yeah. He had some good stories to tell. Um and you wasn't isn't he like a, a comic too? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because I've I've seen Bruce Valanche. <laughs> he looks he kind of looks like a Muppet. <laughs> he, he he does. He, like <laughs> oh man oh I, you never told me you were getting Bruce Valanche. Damn you! You didn't invite me on that one. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Joking. Come on. It's funny though. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good. That was a crazy episode. But anyway, yeah, the holiday special. Um, yeah, if you get a chance, definitely check it out. But no, it'll feel like a bad drug trip when you watch it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's just absurdity after absurdity. The fact that, like, Chewbacca's family lives in, like, the Wookiee suburbs or whatever, <laughs> in an immaculate house. Yeah. Because it's, Chewbacca's supposed to be, you know, he's... So he's a warrior, you know, and he's like, he's a, he's a rogue, just like Han Solo. Like, why is this guy who lives <laughs> in this mansion basically hanging out with a guy like Han Solo? I know he's got a wife and a son, and <laughs> yeah, uh, good times, good times. Uh, but that's actually it's interesting to get um, to get your perspective on all that, Lee. That's very interesting. Uh, was there anything you wanted to ask us? Um, what was your reaction, like both to you? Well, I kind of know a little bit about Derek's reaction, but in uh, 1999 or whatever, when when the prequels came out. Go ahead, because I imagine my experience was much different than yours. Huh? Yeah, actually, oh, for, for, I bet for, it probably was. Oh, I was, I, I was actually, I was actually very excited because. Um, you, you, you know, like I, I loved 
I love the movies even back then. Um, you know, when they first came out, like even when they had like the controversy of, you know, like Jar Jar Binks. Um, uh-huh. I still, I still enjoyed it because, uh, it, it, like to me, it was like, I was used to it through the, uh, through the whole Ewok, you know, fiasco. Oh yeah. So yeah. like so Jar Jar, well, Jar Jar just, Jar Jar was just simply a vehicle to help move the story along, put a little bit of comic relief. And especially yeah. since you didn't have, uh, R2D2 and C3PO, which were the original two, you know, Laurel and Hardy kind of comic relief characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so you like had Jar Jar, and you know he was, it, you know, I, I won't get into the whole, you know, uh, uh, the way that uh, uh, the way that he likes to, you know, put a lot of like very stereotypical characters in in his, his movies. Um, but George Lucas definitely, you know, again, it it was what it was, but. I like the the special effects were great. I like the way that you know, like I like the way that he like he framed a lot of his shots with like you know, with, with like the the Trade Federation army pouring in. It looked right. like you know, you know, it, it, it basically it looked like the the Nazi army coming into Paris during World War Two. Mm. Yeah, I mean it, it. There was a lot of really cool things, and it added some different story and different characters and and different things. Then you got into the whole metachlorian thing, which he never explains, right. like in the movies. But it is it, in 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 Star Wars lore, it it's a big thing. And like the way that he framed it in the movie, it was like, like something that like Gwagon Jin was really into. Uh, let's get his metachlorian count you know and so the geeks and us were all like what the hell and come on man you gotta explain it dude kids yeah just drop bomb and then just leave it there um and then uh, yeah i mean i, I really like those i really like the movies i went and saw it opening day um or opening weekend i, I think it came i think there was a thursday night showing but i think we went the next day because we were off on friday or something like that so we went actually. I, I went and saw it with a guy I was working with down in Virginia. He was who was a big, same age as I was. So we were both big Star Wars fans. So he was like, "Oh, let's go, let's do it." So we went and saw it. So yeah, no, I mean, I I enjoy those movies and I still do. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah there's, there's little things, there's little things you can nitpick about, but but uh, to me, it always seemed like you know it was, that's one way to put it. Oh, shush. With me, with, with me, it's it, it's like night and day because like I I loved the Phantom Menace when I first saw it, like when I was in like I guess first grade, maybe kindergarten, and we we got it on VHS, so I watched it multiple times throughout my childhood. But um, I don't know after a after a couple years, um, well, the first thing I noticed that was flawed about it was uh, uh Anakin's acting, mm. like when like when Obi-Wan or whatever quiet John lifts him out of the vehicle and he's like, Whoa. <laughs> and I remember even as like, whatever, like being like 10 or 11 thinking like this kid's not a good actor. <laughs> and that was kind of the beginning of the end for me. Like I, I recently watched uh, some of it at my friend's house. They had it on demand on like a big screen TV and stuff. And I, I watched it and I was like, this stinks. You know, I really didn't like it. Um, 
and I, I liked Jar Jar a lot when I was young. I still I don't hate him as much as a lot of other people hate him. But um, you know, really, as I got older, I really started to see the flaws in that movie. And um, Clone Wars, I'm a little less familiar with. I've seen it maybe like probably like twice or something. But I, I guess I like that one a bit better. And I actually, um, well, I think I still like Revenge of the Sith. That movie was very um, that that was. That had an impact on me when I was 12. I of, loved that movie. Of the three, I would say that's the best one. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Or again, again like now, again, as, as an adult, I, I see that it had flaws. But um, just like, because that was, again, like, like I, I'm saying again a lot. When I was 12, I was, things were starting to change in my world. You know, I was getting older. I was kind of, you know, almost a teenager. and. Um, it really, the timing was really, really good. Um, Cause you know, you experience a bit of a, like a loss of innocence at mm. that age. And I, mm. I don't know, I guess there's like a parallel between again, in my mind, a, a parallel between my uh, coming of age and like the darker tone, the the shift in tone that that movie represents. Yeah. And, and, and it makes sense. the other thing, I, I, I about, the other thing I'd say about the, the, the three prequels was that there was such, the long, long lull between 1983 and 1999. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it, it was just, you know, you, there was such a, a, a large, and for years, like a lot of people were like, oh, didn't you read the books? But like, there was like a lot of years. George Lucas wouldn't let anybody touch the books. Yeah. He didn't want anybody mess with the story. And even then, and, I mean, the, you know, the books were fun and all, and you had video games and stuff, but it wasn't the movie. It's not, it wasn't sitting there in a theater watching Star Wars. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't, it, I think it wasn't until, what was, nine, early 90s that he let anybody touch the books. And then, and then they went crazy. And I, like, I remember yeah. reading a literary review of them talking about the book. And there was like, like so many people piled in and started writing books that had like made no sense. Like mm-hmm. my mom like knows the guy who wrote one of them or knew oh, really guy. Oh, cool. Yeah, uh, Salvador. Yeah, Salvador. Oh. Salvador. Yes. Yep. He did. He did because he did. He did Dungeons and Dragons stuff. He was a Lemister guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why my mom knew him. Yep. Or yep. like I and guess he, he, he knew. Like his sister or something, because she worked. She worked with her, but yeah, she yep. uh, had that connection with him. Yeah, and cool. he actually he wrote, he wrote pretty decent. He, he wrote a decent one. Um, I've got it in my 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 uh, my uh, paperback collection. I, I I I went out when when Disney bought um, Disney bought uh, uh, Star Wars. They started making all the old stuff non canon. And right, so yeah. one of the cool things was, was a lot of the other stuff, they, they rebranded it as Legends, but they were selling them on Amazon for dirt cheap. Books. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I was picking up books for, like, $2.50 a book. So I bought, like, I bought, like, 20 books. And a lot of them were pretty good, including including some of the Zahn stuff, Timothy Zahn, who does the, who does, uh, the, the, the Thrawn character. Like, yep. he, wrote, he wrote three original books. That came out that are now non-canon about Thrawn, and Thrawn was a lot more evil and like you know <laughs> despotite kind of like, and so that was really cool. So those, like a lot of those, some of those books were cool, but some of them were like far out and like they were like having like 
people get married and have multiple kids and the kids became evil and destroy stuff and oh yeah han and Leia stuff like that so yes i remember reading yeah. uh, a cracked.com article about some of the more bizarre twists and turns those those books had like that, yeah. that told the story of after return of the jedi like right like yep. with and that, luke becoming evil and yeah, stuff right yep or uh Palpatine yep. coming back, although he does come back in Rise of Skywalker. Right. Again, it was spoiled yep. for me, so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, that was in the trailers. That's so. what, oh, I see. But I mean, that's the stuff we had to deal with in between, and it, and, and it became so crazy and so nuts that once we got the actual, like, one, two, and three, like, we were just, like, everybody who was, like, a Star Wars fan was like, oh, oh man, finally. We get mm. something that's, you know, Something that's good, uh-huh. and so henceforth, I think that's why a lot. Because originally, I I always heard to believe that Lucas was originally going to do um, four, five, and six, and then he was going to do seven, eight, nine. Yes, he he was going to do the he was going to do the last three after the original trilogy to wrap up the 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 the, the Skywalker saga. That and was then the because of those books, then. and because of all the craziness that went on with the books, and having to kind of clean up the storyline, he actually went back and just did one, two, and three because he wanted to kind of like he didn't want to deal with the crap that was on the other end. And wow. so, I remember I remember reading like an article in like one of the like one of the I think it was what it was Fangora or something like that, one of those magazines back way back in the nineties. Mm. Maybe Starlog or something. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been Starlog. I forget. I forget which one it was. It, it, it might have even just been like a reprint that came out in like one of some other like Newsweek or something like that. And, you know, whatever or whatever magazine I just happened to be reading at the time. But I remember reading it, and it was like it was like the craziness of that is Star Wars. <laughs> you know, and that he didn't want to. He didn't want to deal, deal with because he again it was. You know, the original Scuttle, he did, you know, four, five, and six. He was going to do seven, eight, nine. And then he was going to go back eventually and do, do the original ones, one, two, and three, to kind of give the prologue. But then right. with all the nuts, he went, he went and just did one, two, and three. So that, because they, you already kind of knew that storyline. Well, yeah. See, I wasn't aware of that. I wasn't aware that he was, uh, he had originally planned to do seven, well, eight, nine. That's, that's not, that's what we all were that was the word going around but we don't know for yeah. sure if that's a hundred percent true um but that was all what we had you know today that would be an internet rumor <laughs> i see yeah yeah because yeah, lucas never confirmed it luke right yeah this was uh, lucas always said, but well, he no, never, he never to do one he never denied it either really so exactly See, you gotta you gotta realize back in the day pre pre internet, it was nuts, man. Mm. Like you you you'd hear all these things, but like unless you heard it directly from his mouth, you know, yeah, you never knew what was going to go on. With Another thing I also wanted to mention to ask you guys: um, Have you seen the Robot Chicken Star Wars special? Oh yes, I love I it. Loved that. I loved it. What about you, Jim? 
Did you guys? Oh, watch oh yeah, it? yeah. I remember yeah. watching that when it when it was brand new. Oh, um, it was so funny. I can still go back to some of those and uh, still enjoy them, especially especially the stuff with with Palpatine. Yes, when he's you know he's he's <laughs> having a laugh with his buddy, he gets a call. What do you mean they blew up the Death Star? <laughs> Who's they? It's so funny. So uh, funny. I'm glad you guys have seen. Oh uh, yeah. Now, actually, now I want to go watch them again. Yeah, it was so they were so good. Oh, they. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, oh, now, <sighs> sit back and get comfortable, children, because I'm going to tell you a little tale about my journey through the prequels, and it is a journey of twists and turns and cliffs that I jumped off, and a few other things. Uh. <laughs> So, I started off when I found out the, the prequels were coming. I was super excited. I went out and I bought the early release toys that came out before the movie even came out. And I was like, oh, look at this! A battle droid! So cool! Oh, look at this! Um, and I bought the soundtrack before the movie came before the movie came out. And I remember I used to listen to the soundtrack while I played F Zero on my Super Nintendo. Um, <laughs> so I was ready when the movies. I was super excited, and then I watched Phantom Menace and um, had mixed feelings about it after it came out. Um, I did not like Jar Jar, um, but I didn't hate him. But I was like, nah, I could do without him. Um, I didn't need to see Anakin as a child. I could have done without that. Um, but then there's other cool things in it, like you know the 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 lightsaber battle between Obi Wan, Qui Gon, and Darth Maul. That was awesome. But then they killed Darth Maul, and I was like, well, he was cool. Why'd you kill him? <laughs> And then, and then, um, and other things like that. But af after the initial nostalgia wore off, I real I did realize a few things. Like you had mentioned, Lee, um, there's a lot of the acting that's not good in the movie. But I wonder how much of it is the actors and how much of it is actually the direction. Um, because yeah, point. because you take take. Take Natalie Portman, for example, who is, you know, Queen Amidala, and you you watch some of her other movies. Like, do, have you ever seen The Professional? No. Watch that movie. I've seen Garden State, though. Garden State was good. Yeah, the Professional was, was awesome. Um, and she was like, I don't know, like 12 years old or something like in that. And she was amazing in it. Um, yeah, actually, if you see her, her best action... I think was beautiful girls. Yes, yeah, beautiful girls was like, good. She played a secondary character in that in that movie, but it was like, but like she was pretty funny in that one. Yeah, but my point being that she 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 is a really good actress. So I I gotta think some of it some of it might have been the act some of the actors, but some of it was also probably because George Lucas is is not known for being good with actors he's like more of the direct uh, he's more on the technical side of directing um so you know but then but then 
Yeah, so Phantom Menace is probably my least favorite. Actually, I probably I go in the order of the prequels. Phantom Menace is my least favorite. Attack of the Clones is in the middle, and Revenge of the Sith is probably the one I like the most. But um but there's there's cool things in the prequels that I do love. Like I love seeing all of Palpatine's schemes coming together of how you know how he formed the Empire and everything. That's really cool. Yeah, how he got there. And how uh, he, yeah. Yeah. Just how, how he pieced everything, how he worked behind the scenes and put all of that together. It just, oh, I love watching that. Um, and so after, after Revenge of the Sith came out, there was a period where I, I absolutely, I, I kind of hated the prequels because they were just a mess, but then, that kind of faded and and I got to a point now where I don't I don't if you take the prequels on their own, I don't love them, but as a part of Star Wars, I do love them. So, you know I you know I, I mean, think I think one of the one one of the big one of the big problems I always had with the prequels was the whole Anakin the whole Anakin character mm. Like acting, like yeah. hated the little kid, and then I, mm. I was not a big fan of Hayden. No, yeah, just definitely yeah. not. I, I just I thought, he, he, I thought he was too distant. I thought the, uh, the original kid. Oh man, what's his name? God, it's escaping me now. But anyways, oh, oh, um, uh, Cole. Uh, uh, what's his? Um, Son of a yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, anyway. That, I know. That kid, you just wanted to slap him because. <laughs> but I'm 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 the best I'm the best pod racer in Punta Eve. It's like, shut up! I like that scene where it's like, "Are you an angel?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was horrible. Perfect. Oh, oh man! Like, like you know, that's the other thing. Just wishing that Padme just kind of bothered me is is. The age difference between Padme and Anakin, especially starting in like yeah, in Phantom yeah. Menace, he was like a little kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was supposed yeah, to get She was always a queen. <laughs> and like, oh, that's kind of skeezy. Yeah, he's like, you know. Oh, God. But yeah, I, I know that, that I think, I think that ruined it a lot because I mean, I could get over the original, but Hayden Christensen, like, mm. I just, <laughs> like I thought his acting was subpar and I and I know again George Lucas is not known for his development of of, of actor characters right because he's not you know Alec Guinness always hated George Lucas because mm. he was like you know he's just not a good person director yeah like he, he won't he won't give the, their motivation or anything you know it won't help them yeah, with their motivation yeah, he's like kind of just like acted out. It's like okay, well, come on, man, you got to give me, you know, got to give, give me, me some reference here, right? So, well, um, we've actually been going for quite a while here, guys. So uh, I think we'll we'll start working towards winding down. Um, but this has been a lot of fun. We'll definitely have to do this again soon. Very soon. Um, 
Maybe in another month. Who knows? Jake, Jake, Jake Lloyd. That was Jake Lloyd. Yes, that was that was a little. He's in jail now, actually. Believe it or not, or he was. I don't yeah, know if he and, still uh, is. Yeah, it's schizophrenia. Yeah, yeah. April sixth. Yeah. yeah, he had a lot of mental health problems as he grew up. Possibly, you know, um, because he took so much flack. Yeah, could be related. Yeah, well, that, that's like. Um, well, he also. Had a- I feel bad. He also for, had a high metaphorian count. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I feel bad for um, the actor Ahmed Best, who played who was the who played Jar Jar Binks, um, because he got a lot of flack for 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 that. Um, I guess to the point it's terrible because it's it's not not his fault. Right. Know? Exactly. But I, I guess there was a point where he even became suicidal. So. Yeah, that's terrible. Very, yeah, very terrible. Um, that, that seems to be a recurring theme in Star Wars, with the the fans being absolutely vicious. Uh, I hate that. I hate it so much. Like. I hate it so much. The, the lady played Rose. Yeah. Jedi. Yeah, me too. I don't. I don't think she deserved all that. No, no, no. one does. No. No. One does. no. So, uh, yeah. Oh, listen, listen, you. You make your you make your best effort, and you make movies that that a lot of people. I'll tell you right now, majority of the fans actually like, you know, whether whether it's they like everything or they like, you know, just a few scenes from whatever movies that yeah. they consider mm. favorites. It's, That's something about. Oh, sorry, keep going. Oh, but there's and it's just in in general. I would say most of the fans really love all the movies. Yeah, I think so because it's 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 a part, you know, and it, you know it it takes just a few of these people just to go like absolutely stupid. And, yeah, and the problem and is they're the just, loudest you know, ones you, too. You can criticize. Yeah. Because they're the ones who are really saying it, rather than mm-hmm. like just like guys like us who just are kind of sitting around on a podcast, and we're like, you know, right. we're cherry, we're, we're cherry picking each one what we what we really like and what we don't like. But all in all, like if, if you sat down and said, "Hey, let's watch Phantom Menace," we're all going to sit down and watch Phantom Menace, right? Right, right. right. And I think uh, it's kind of part of internet culture to uh, focus on the negative. Yeah, yeah, and troll right. and so many, yeah, trolling and you know people just being yeah, nasty for you know because they're insecure about their intelligence or whatever. Mm. Um, what it's, it's, it? a, it's a real bummer. That's why you know you gotta you gotta limit your screen time as far yeah, as oh, yeah, goes, yeah. I think I think it was George Lucas who actually came out and said, "Hey, if you think you could do a better job, you create your own universe and you." Yeah. Direct your own movies. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. It's, See how well you, know, you, when you, when you Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'll be the first one to buy a ticket. Well, the, the other the other ass. thing is the yeah, other I problem mean, with some of these fans is the the ultimately Star Wars belongs to George Lucas. He created it. It's his universe. Really, he can do whatever he wants with it. And right. Yeah. A lot of there, not a lot, not a lot, but there are those fans that are problematic. They seem to forget that, and they think it's their universe. And you can't do that with Star Wars. No, right? Yeah, uh, like he can do whatever he wants. And now Disney owns it. They can do whatever they want. They don't need your permission. Yeah. 
<laughs> they're gonna write as many books as they want to write. They're gonna <laughs> do as many comic books, right? Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> yep. And I mean, you know, as we just just discussed, there are things that you know, there are things that we, the three of us, love about Star Wars, and there are things that we're not so crazy about. But the thing is, the things that we're not so crazy about aren't shouldn't rule our feelings about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, I agree. No, uh, you know, enjoy what you're going to enjoy. I mean, you may not enjoy everything. Like I, you know, I was not a big fan of the Ewoks, but like I said, you know, my my wife loved the Ewoks, and that, and and it was part of that re- reason why she, you know, kind of went back and watched the other ones because mm. you know she got interested in the world because of you know maybe a small segment or a small sliver, you know, or something cute that we might dismiss because they can't blink and they're just kind of freaky that way, but. <laughs> at the same time, you know, it's it's the it's a grander part of the universe, and it's and it's one of those things that there's a lot to love about Star Wars, and I think that if you if you just judge it by a couple of, of uh, you know more flawed characters, as we would say, you know, you, you're just not going to see the whole the whole picture, and you're not going to enjoy it. You know, right. I, I say sit down, watch it, and enjoy the the universe that is Star Wars. And I think even for casual fans, I think people who who did grow up on it or, or just grew up watching maybe part of it, mm-hmm. you know, they should be able to enjoy it just as much as we are, because you know, if you if you're so negative about it, then you're never going to enjoy it, and you're yeah. never going to you know have fun with. It. Yeah, it's just eh. <laughs> that is an excellent point. Now, um. I know we had a couple other things we were going to talk about, but we're we're pretty close to an hour and a half here, so uh, I guess we yeah. can save that for next time. <laughs> okay. Um, but well, is, that'll let Lee catch up on watching the Mandalorian. So yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah we can talk about that. Def- I definitely, definitely Lee. you should definitely watch it. It's it's really good. Yeah, it's probably it, it, to me. I think it's probably. I think it ranks. I think it ranks very close with, like, you know, like a, like a Rogue One kind of. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, definitely not main story character. There kind of is a little bit, you know, no, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But um, I think you really enjoy it, and and it's and really they're like forty minute episodes. So, like, if, if you catch a couple now and a couple later on, I think you'll really you'll really enjoy it lee i think i think you'll like it yeah i think so yeah me too yeah um yeah so uh any any uh final thoughts either of you guys want to get out there before we sign off Hmm. i guess not (laughs) anything from you jimbo well you know listen hey enjoy star wars yeah no we we won't get into the the cancel culture and the whole Gina Carano thing and stuff like that. You know, oh, but yeah. what I would, what I, what I would say, just everybody, anybody who's listening, just enjoy Star Wars and enjoy it for what it is. Yes. And, you know, not for what I think it should be or not, you know, mm. you know but also have fun. And, and like we, we do it a lot. We do like a lot of fan fiction and like a lot of like, you know, fanboy interposition and then, you know, 
know, interjection to kind of see like, you know, oh, is my theory about this correct? And that's fun stuff, but don't, yeah, don't yeah. get all don't get all hurt when it doesn't happen. You know? <laughs> I think a good thing to keep in mind is like just don't don't take it too seriously, you know? Yeah. Exactly. It's meant to have fun. Yeah. Yep. It's meant to be enjoyable, and you can't enjoy it when you're just like totally destroying it. Yeah, yeah you're just hypercritical. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, good stuff. Uh, this has actually been a really great episode. Um, it's been a lot of fun. So uh, thank you both, Lee and Jimbo, for joining me. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, we'll definitely. I definitely would like to start doing more Falcons Lounge episodes more often. So we'll definitely work on that. And uh, in the meantime, uh, good to me, but in the meantime, uh, that'll be it for all of us. So, in the immortal words of Han Solo, you know, sometimes I amaze even myself. <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night. Dead eye business. Go back to your drinks. To contact the New England Society of Geeks. You can email us at nesogpod at gmail.com. That's n-e-s-o-g-pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at nesogpodcast. That's n-e-s-o-g-podcast. Find us on Facebook on our New England Society of Geeks podcast page. Follow us on Instagram at NESOGPOD. That's N-E-S-O-G POD. Finally, if you could find it in your hearts, we would appreciate it if you could give us a rating or possibly a review on wherever you listen to this podcast. Thank you and good night. Good night.